First and Goal with Brian Weber and Nick Ferguson is live 1 to 8 p.m. every Sunday throughout the season. The NFL is on. Tune in. Let's get you some fantasy analysis. Let's say hello to James Coe from NFL Network. Check him out on NFL Fantasy Live weekdays at 5 Eastern. And be sure to download the NFL Fantasy Live podcast. James, we appreciate you taking the time. We know it's a busy Sunday for you. How do you see Washington's muddled running back situation? Chris Thompson has a touchdown in this game against the Rams. Yeah, I mean, it's a situation where, you know, right now they're better throwing the ball than they are running the ball. Um, you know, Samaje Pirine's a, a, a highly regarded rookie that hasn't been able to quite find his stride there uh, in Washington. And Robert Kelly is obviously the lead back. But, you know, I tell you, again, just talking about being more effective, it's Chris Thompson, their pass-catching running back, who has looked like the most explosive player at the backfield. James, Nick Ferguson here. You know, Sam Bradford had a sensational opening week against uh, the New Orleans Saints, and we all know about uh, the surgeries that he's had on his left knee. And he didn't play this week. Case Keenan, man, if you are a fantasy owner and you have Sam Bradford on your roster, is it time to dump him and go out and find another quarterback or stick with Sam Bradford? No, I mean, look, if you have Sam Bradford, you're, you're streaming him anyways. If he was your every week starter, you have some serious issues. So, um, yeah, no, definitely dump him. I think the bigger question becomes what to do with Stephon Diggs, what to do with Adam Thielen, Kyle Rudolph. Um, I mean, even Dalvin Cook, to, to a degree, was stymied significantly really in the run game he broke off a big uh run later to to be able to salvage his fantasy day but overall i'd have some very serious concerns regarding stefan diggs and adam Thielen. you know it's interesting i i I put it out there today i downgraded stefan diggs considerably and people were trying to roast me in my mentions and i'm like bro we're talking about case keenum Talking fantasy football with James Coe of NFL Network. James, Todd Gurley just scored for the Rams. What is his outlook moving forward? Go back to last year. I know it was a different offensive coordinator, and certainly Jeff Fisher's never been an offensive mastermind, but you'll recall Todd Gurley did not have a single 100-yard rushing game last year. Yeah, I mean, right now I like what Todd Gurley's getting in terms of volume. You know, is he the most efficient running back right now? No. But the fact they added Andrew Whitworth, um, you know, at the tackle spot, and the fact they added Cooper Cup on the outside to go along with Sammy Watkins, uh, Gerald Everett, Tyler Higby, these guys are are, are good playmakers. So um, second year now for Jared Goff as well, who we've seen some development there, offensive-minded coach in Sean McVay. Certainly I think the atmosphere there in Los Angeles would be more conducive to scoring more points. And we saw it in week one, too. So, um, overall, Todd Curley is going to get a lot of volume because there's not really anybody behind him. Uh, originally, the Rams wanted to bring in Lance Dunbar to be a, a pass-catching back to maybe spell uh, Todd Gurley there in the passing game, but you know Dunbar then got hurt. They don't really have another option, so it's Todd Gurley, and then when he gets tired, it's more Todd Gurley. So um, in fantasy football, volume is king, man, and, and that's where Todd Gurley's at right now. 
You know, James, when we normally talk about uh, fantasy football, like you said, volume is king, but still you still have to play defense in fantasy football. And when we talk about defense, it's always the Seattle defense and the Denver Broncos defense. First game of the season for uh, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, four turnovers, and just avoided uh, a shutout with a late touchdown late by Chicago. Is this defense uh, a defense that we need to stand up and recognize, or we could just – it's an overreaction. It's just the first game, and it's against the Chicago Bears. Yeah, I mean, if you think about the – look, fantasy defense, it's all about matchups, right? So, um, like, for example, you know, in week one we saw um, it wasn't Tampa Bay being the, the top-scoring defense, but Minnesota was in there. Um, you, could put, you could roll out the Rams out there against the Colts. So, um, it, it really just comes down to the matchups. The Chicago Bears are, I think – probably one of the worst offenses in the NFL. And they're, they're right there with the Jets, and they're right there um, uh, with the Colts as well. So anytime you see one of those three teams, you're trying to pick up the defense that's going to be going against one of those offenses because, you know, like I said, it, it really just all comes down to matchups. So um, part of the misunderstanding for, for fantasy purposes is, oh, well, they limit, you know, they limit the number of points. That's not really where it comes down to. It comes down to sacks, it comes down to turnovers, um, and the opportunities for a defensive score as well. So, um, you know, moving forward, Arizona's a great defense because, you know, once you got the Honey Badger back there, obviously the Honey Badger don't play, man. So um, he's always a threat to take one to the house. That's a defense that I think you could roll out with confidence. But, you know, you talk about Tampa Bay, anytime you got Gerald McCoy wrecking havoc up the middle, yeah, man, sign me up. So, Tampa Bay's defense, I think, is good to go. Um, will they score you 20-plus points on a given bit? Probably not. But, yeah, man, I, I like what they got going on defensively. Chatting with James Coe. Check him out on NFL Fantasy Live weekdays, 5 Eastern on NFL Network. James, moments ago, touchdown Marshawn Lynch in his hometown of Oakland, California. We know the Raiders arguably have the second-best offensive line in all of football behind Dallas. How productive do you think Marshawn Lynch is going to be for the rest of the season? Yeah, I mean, you talk about offensive lines. Uh, it's Oakland, it's Tennessee, Jack Conklin doing some damage out there. Um, and, yeah, Dallas is certainly in the mix. I love what Marshawn is doing. Obviously, he's got – look, first game back in Oakland, he's got some town business to take care of, right? So um, I'm excited about the prospects for Marshawn. Look, if they get up big early, though – Deep sleeper, man. Jalen Richard is no joke. This kid can absolutely play. I know he's an undrafted, you know, second-year player at the running back position, but, you know, according to Pro Football Focus, one of the most elusive running backs that we saw in 2016. He didn't get a lot of snaps, but I think behind this offensive line, given his skill set and obviously in that offense as well, I think Jalen Richard's a great deep sleeper, but, man, I love Marshawn Lynch this year, especially in standard scoring leagues. Um, he is a guy that uh, even 75% of peak Marshawn can probably get you 10, anywhere between 10 to 15 touchdowns, especially in that offense behind that O-line. Yeah, man, um, I love Marshawn here. James, we appreciate the information. I know you've spent time in the NBA, part of the Clippers radio network. Does it make me a hack when I look at the scoreboard and they see LAC? I'm thinking, okay, Blake Griffin has a double-double. Can we get something better in the NFL? It's way too confusing. <laughs> no, I agree. You know what I've been pushing for is LCH. That would be, I think, good. Um, anytime I see LAC, I totally think Clippers, man. So I'm very confused when that pops up. It's like LAC versus 
D-E-N. I'm like, all right, Clippers Nuggets, here we go. <laughs> um, but no, I, yeah, no, I agree. I think they should totally change it to L-C-H just to help people out. James, enjoy the rest of your Sunday. Thanks for the visit on the NFL on TuneIn. All right, thanks for having me, guys. Anytime. The NFL is on TuneIn. First and goal with Brian Weber and Nick Ferguson. Hear every score as it happens live every Sunday throughout the season from 1 to 8 p.m. Eastern.